0: My name is Sylvie, and I would like to welcome everyone to the Whitecaps 2020 Strategic Combination with Torque Conference Call. Note that all lines have been placed on mute to prevent any background noise. After the speaker's remarks, there will be a question and answer session. If you would like to ask a question during this time, simply press star, then number one on your telephone keypad. And if you would like to withdraw your question, simply press star, then number two. And I would like to turn the call over to Whitecaps President and CEO, Grant Fagerheim. You may now begin, sir.
1: Thank you, Sylvia. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us this morning. I am joined by four members of our senior management team, our CFO, Ton Kang, as well as Darren Dunlop, our Vice President of Engineering, Joel Armstrong, our Vice President of Production and Operations, and Dave Marberkett, Vice President of Business Development. Before we get started today, I would like to remind everybody that all statements made by the company during this call are subject to the same forward-looking disclaimer and advisory that we set forth in our news release issued last evening. We are pleased to advise you of our at-market strategic combination with torque oil and gas. This strong-on-strong combination will create one of the largest pure-play Canadian conventional light oil producers and the ninth-largest publicly traded oil and gas company in Canada. The enhanced size and scale the importance of which we have discussed several times in the past, will allow us to more effectively navigate commodity price volatility through the significantly enhanced free funds pro- profile. We are expecting an improving commodity price environment over the next 12 months, um, and this transaction provides more optionality to increase shareholder returns through accelerated debt repayment, increasing cash returns to shareholders, and improving our per-share metrics. Torx current production is approximately 25,000 BUE per day with a baseline decline rate of 24%. We plan to operate these assets with a slightly different production growth profile to improve refunds flow and the long-term sustainability of our combined entity. Currently, we anticipate managing Torx asset to generate approximately 22,000 BUE per day in 2021 which will result in moderated production decline rate of 19% for 2022. This will enhance our ability to generate stronger free funds flow to provide optionality for increased shareholder returns in the future. The combined new white cap entity is expected to have a 2021 base decline rate of 17%. The transaction is expected to close on or before February 25, 2021, so add approximately 18,000 BUE per day to the pro forma energy um, average production for 2021. There will be corporate synergies through GNA costs, interest expense, operating and capital cost reduction, totaling $15 million, we anticipate, which is expected to be realized in the combined entity after closing. In addition, we anticipate opportunities for improving results with the application of Appropriate technologies and met- methods that Darren will discuss shortly. The enhanced free funds flow profile from corporate and operational synergies provides the combined entity with the ability to increase shareholder returns. We are anticipating pro forma free funds flow of over $312 million in 2021 at $45 WTI oil, resulting in approximately three times coverage on our, our dividend obligation. This amount includes the expected 6% increase to our monthly dividend outlined in our press release. With respect to the NAL transaction, integration is progressing very well with production performing better than forecast. Our team is increasingly more positive on the synergies between the two entities, in particular inventory strengthening and cost reduction. Employees from both Whitecap and NAL continue to work diligently towards a seamless close on January 4, 2021. I would now like to pass on um, the, the mic to Dave to provide an overview of the torque assets.
2: Thanks, Grant. As Grant mentioned, uh, current torque production is approximately 25,000 BUE per day, 88% oil and natural gas liquids, and we are targeting production of 22,000 BUE per day in 2021. One of the attractions to the Torque Asset Base is that it is highly focused in southeast Saskatchewan and the Cardium Play. As Whitecap continues to grow, it's important for us to maintain a focused asset base within areas that we operate. In total, there's a 92% overlap between Torque and Whitecap's producing regions. For some further details, 83% of the current production is in our southeast Saskatchewan area, which has an excellent fit with our waiver asset and the NAL properties. Of the six Southeast Saskatchewan units that NAL operates, Torque is the other owner in five of those, which takes us to 100% working interest. NAL and Torque are partners on significant, significant uh, non unit lands in Ellswick, Mydale, and Flat Lake as well. Torque's other major region is the Cardium, which is 16% of their production. Their lands are directly on trend between our West Pembina and Wapiti properties. We look forward to working with them, sharing our extensive experience with the Cardium play a focus area for us since 2010. On asset retirement obligations, we completed a detailed review as part of our due diligence process. torque's ARO profile is very similar to Whitecaps, with our corporate LLR ratio at 3.8 times and TORC at 3.1 times, so combined a very healthy 3.7 times. The TORC assets have a discounted ARO value of $72.1 million relative to our existing 176.4 million, so 248.5 million combined. Very manageable relative to our reserve value and funds flow being generated. I will now pass it on to Darren to provide more color on the upside potential of the TORC assets.
3: Thanks, Dave. Torque has done an exceptional job of consolidating assets in their core operating regions and compiling a highly economic drilling inventory of over 1,600. 1,300 net locations. The inventory is very concentrated in four primary play types, allowing for significant improvements to be realized by conducting focused technology and optimization pilots. Some potential opportunities include improving the application of ERH drilling, targeted multi-leg horizontal placement, and advanced fracture stimulation design, all of which will optimize reservoir development and maximize productivity and reserve recovery. The larger combined entity will allow for the acceleration of these pilots and the resulting inventory enhancements. With only 35% of the inventory included in the reserves assignment, the unbooked inventory provides provides ample opportunities for growth in reserves, net asset value and production. The torque assets increased our operated working interest in the wayburn co2 flood by over three percent to 65 percent over 68 percent of torx production is supported by enhanced recovery also known as eor which is a primary driver of its low decline rate and associated sustainability whitecap has had an exceptional track record of optimizing and expanding eor schemes as well as identifying de-risking and developing new EOR opportunities to enhance its business model. We feel significant EOR upside opportunities also exist on the torque assets. Combine this with Whitecap's 15% decline rate, which is driven by 70% of our production being impacted by enhanced recovery, and you have an extremely predictable and sustainable production and cash flow stream. As a combined entity, We will operate over 90% of our production and will continue to have the lowest net GHG emissions intensity in Canada, with strategies in place to continue to reduce it. With that, I will pass it on to Tom to provide some color on the financial aspects of the combination. Thanks, Darren. We see this as a very positive
4: transaction for Whitecap. And when we combine with the previously announced NEL transaction, create the pro forma entity that's more resilient in a low-price environment and better positioned for strong shareholder returns as commodity prices improve. Our balance sheet remains very strong as we are combining two entities that have a very disciplined and conservative approach to debt management. On closing of the transaction, net debt is expected to be approximately $1.4 billion and decreasing to $1.2 billion by year end 2021. That's using a $45 WTI price. Whitecaps Bank Debt is a four-year secured, covenant-based facility with no annual redeterminations. The current capacity, including our private placement notes, is $1.77 billion, with an ability for additional parapassu debt of up to $500 million to be used for acquisitions. We anticipate absorbing Torx Bank Debt into our existing credit facility and post-closing to increase our credit capacity to $2 billion, providing us with $600 million of liquidity in the near-term and $800 million of liquidity by year-end 2021, so more than sufficient. The combined credit metrics remain very strong, with debt to EBITDA of 1.8 times at $45 WTI and 1.3 times at $50 WTI, both well below our debt covenant of not greater than four times. There's no change to our 2020 guidance, as both the transactions, NAL and TORC, are expected to close in 2021. So our 2020 guidance remains at 65 to 67,000 BOEs per day on capital expenditures of $190 million. Our Q4-20 average production remains unchanged again between 59 to 61,000 BOEs per day. Our preliminary guidance for 2021, including Nel and TORC, with closing dates of January 4th and February 25th, 2021 respectively, is average production. Of between 99,000 and 101,000 BOEs per day on capital investment of 280 to 300 million. At $45 WTI, funds flow is expected to be over 600 million with free funds flow of over 300 million. After paying for dividend obligations of 106 million, we will have 200 million of discretionary funds flow remaining. As I've mentioned, this is a preliminary guidance, and we'll look to put out our full budget for 2021 when we close the torque transaction on February 25th, 2021. I will now pass it on to Grant for his closing remarks.
0: I'm sorry, Mr. Fagerheim. We cannot hear you at this time.
3: Thanks, Tom.
1: I want to commend Torque CEO Brett Herman and CFO Jason Zabinski and the entire team at Torque for the company they've been able to build over the past 10 years. We feel very fortunate to carry forward what they've created into our combined company. The announcement of all this uh, series of strategic combinations, including NAL and now TORC, positions our combined shareholders for significant returns when the world economy recovers from the pandemic. Our combined Entity will provide our collective shareholders the size and scale to better withstand commodity price volatility through a more resilient and sustainable platform for investment. We are pleased to have Manulife and now CPP as strategic partners as we continue to execute on both our organic capital plans and selective and targeted consolidation strategies. We are optimistic on the future and believe that Canadian Energy will continue to play an important role the energy transition and diversification with our existing CO2 carbon capture projects as well as other potential initiatives. Whitecap is well positioned to provide strong shareholder returns well into the future. On behalf of our management team, our employees, and our board of directors, we would like to thank all of our shareholders for your interest and support of Whitecap. Thank you very much. With that, I will turn the call back over to the operator, Sylvia, for any questions.
0: Thank you, sir. As stated, if you do have a question, please press star followed by 1 on your touchstone phone. You will hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request. And should you wish to withdraw your question, simply press star followed by 2. We do ask that if you're using a speakerphone, to please lift your handset before pressing any keys. Please go ahead and press star 1 now if you have a question. And your first question will be from Jordan McNiven at Tudor Pickering Holt. Please go ahead.
5: Hey, guys. I'm just wondering if it's possible to get a bit more color on um, the operating cost side of things. Um, You know, looking at, uh, you know, white cap before the deal being kind of a $12 per BV range and, you know, torque around uh, 13 and and not sure where where NAL was. But um, with the gas weight, I assume it it compared pretty well uh, in there too. Uh, And so we're looking at the guide of 13 to 14, I mean, I assume that, um, you know, cost does creep up with the volume declines, but also just wondering, you know, it appears from my view anyway, that there is quite a bit of conservatism built in here. And again, appreciating that it takes a while to get your hands wrapped around these assets and everything. But if we think longer term, say, you know, 2022 plus, I mean, what do you think would be achievable on these assets uh, from an operating cost standpoint?
4: Yeah, thanks, Jordan. It's it's Ton here. I mean, when we look at Torques operating costs and their transportation, um, you know, in Q3, all in was about $15. Um, So we we are expecting that to increase uh, a little bit here with the lower production profile. Um, So the anticipation is on a pro forma basis, that would be ourselves, uh, Torque as well as NAL, to be in that $13.50 to to $14.00, expect transportation to be in around that $2.00 per BOE. You know, I think when we've modeled it in, uh, certainly on the torque side, I mean they're good operators, but I think with the 92% overlap of the asset bases, certainly we do see that um, trending down as we think about the future. But as always, um, you know we're pretty conservative when we come up with our numbers. Um, you know, historically we've been able to achieve not only uh, operating cost reductions but also improved capital efficiencies.
5: Okay. I, I guess, I mean, is it is it possible to, to put any numbers around that or do you just want to stay away from that for now? I mean, do you think getting back into the, you know, um, the, the 12-ish range is achievable with, with these assets or do they just come with an inherently higher cost structure that does bias things up?
4: Yeah, I, I would say it's it's really early on right now, uh, Jordan. Um, you know, let the team, you know, let, let's close this transaction, first of all. Um, you know get the teams uh, you know on their hands on the assets and and we'll be able to find uh, efficiencies uh, at this time expect it to be slightly better than that but again we're looking to outperform the market
1: (laughs) certainly
5: understandable okay thanks a lot guys
0: thank you next question will be from Joseph Shachter at Schacter Energy Research please go ahead
6: good morning guys and uh, congratulations on the deal uh, very accretive and uh, my first question is, um, you had, as you said in the commentary, a uh, 92% uh, overlap in terms of core areas. With the NEL deal and some of your smaller areas, do you see divesting any of the um, non-core areas and uh, kind of consolidating, making tight, tighter each of your major core areas going forward?
1: Yeah. Thanks, Joseph. It's Grant um, speaking here. At this particular time, um, At a highest level, we're thinking uh, that we may have up to 1,500 barrels a day of production, but again, uh, a a production that would be what we'll call non strategic to white cap. But what we'll do is uh, we want to make sure that we, um, first of all, integrate the assets. and and see if there's upside that we could potentially capture um, effectively, and, and have the uh, resources, the financial resources to do so, or potentially look to monetize them in, into the market. So, but it is approximately um, they have one of the assets in southern Alberta, um, torque that um, um, that we may look to to monetize on, and then uh, there's some other assets, uh, smaller assets in. Manitoba and southeast Saskatchewan that we we may look to monetize on.
6: Okay, super. And in terms of uh, drilling activity, um, are are we to take it that for the first half, given you're spending a lot of focus on integrating, that there'll be a lower level of uh, drilling activity, maybe just a. to uh, offset some of the depletion in, on, the, on the core white cap assets and that any drilling, including you talked in the last conference call about some natural gas opportunities with NAL, uh, that that stuff would be pushed towards uh, uh, post-breakup.
1: Yeah, just just um, uh, on – we're anticipating, as we had talked about prior, in our previous uh, calls, that once oil was in that $45 range and we could get appropriate levels of return on the capital we deploy. Um, We'll be more active than we have been uh, since uh, uh, late March. Uh, We're anticipating uh, using uh, startup in late December or um, first part of uh, January using nine rigs, and we're anticipating uh, approximately $120 million of capital being spent in the first quarter. Um, so we will be active, um, uh, more active than we've been in the last uh, you know, um, two-and-a-half quarters uh, leading, leading into the end of the year. Um, and, and once again, we come back to this return on capital, where's the best uh, places to put our capital um, at this time. Once we get over the $45 hump, um, uh, we want to start to deploy capital again. And ag- agree uh, with your comments on reducing some of the depletion that will take, take place uh, with our production uh, moving forward.
6: Okay. And last one for me, where is your production now for Whitecap itself?
1: Um,
4: yeah, so, you know, we're, again, we're estimating uh, the Q4 average um, to be somewhere between fifty nine and 61,000 BOEs, and, and we're
6: slightly above that at this
1: particular time.
6: Super. That does it for me. Thank you so very much, and uh, congratulations.
0: Thanks very much, Joseph. Thank you. As a reminder, if you do have any questions, please press star followed by one on your touchdown phone. And at this time, we have no other questions. Please proceed.
1: Okay. I do want to to recognize the efforts and dedication of our staff uh, as we advance uh, advance from an evaluation process to the integration processes that we uh, are currently living through and will have as we move through to the end of February. Um, I just want to say that, uh, that... our team has done a marvelous job, and, and uh, it's with their dedication that we're able to accomplish the, the transactions that we've done. And to all the listeners today, thank you for your support as we drive forward to provide advanced returns to our shareholders. Stay safe, stay healthy, Merry Christmas, and best of the season to all of you.
0: Thank you, Mr. Pegerheim. Ladies and gentlemen, this does indeed conclude your conference call for today. Once again, thank you for attending. And at this time, we do ask that you please disconnect your lines.